Hey, it's Michael, and this is the Kintsugi Podcast. I'll be back in a minute with this week's conversation about resilience. But first, if you wish to create a better life and have a better career, then please visit michaelobrienshift.com and download your free workbook on how to create a better life. In it, you'll discover ways to find more energy for the things and the people who matter most to you so you can create a better tomorrow. Hey there, it's Michael and welcome back or welcome to another episode of the Kintsugi Podcast. It's time for another conversation about resilience. Today, we're gonna talk about oneness because through oneness, we can build more resilience. Now this week, all across our wonderful planet, many are celebrating freedom and healing and oneness. Some would say unity through the Passover celebration as well as Holy Week. And this view of oneness that all things in the universe are all part of the same whole, exists through many cultures and religions and spiritual traditions. And despite our differences, many believe, as do I, that we are all part of the same fundamental humanity. That is, what I do ripples into you, and what you do eventually ripples into me, even though we might be a country away or a hemisphere away, that we are all energy. It's how we communicate. It's how things happen. It's how we used to communicate before we had language, before we grunted at each other when we're sitting near the fire. And we pick up on each other's energy all the time. Go to a concert, or remember when we used to go to concerts or a sporting event, we can pick up on the crowd's energy, especially if we're on the pitch or on the field playing. But we can also pick up on each other's energy even through our Microsoft Teams and Zooms. Some people call it vibe. Some people call it juju, mojo. Doesn't matter. It's all energy. And this concept of oneness speaks to this energy framework that I follow called energy leadership. It includes the concept of oneness. It's more spiritual than dogmatic or religious, which is perfect for me as a lapsed Roman Catholic. And it's based on this notion. It's based on this fact that how we see the world will shape how we feel about it, which then will impact how we show up in it. Meaning, thoughts drive emotions, emotions drive behavior. And it's illustrated through seven different levels. And I'll walk you through them very briefly. This by no means is a complete description of all the levels. And if you want to hear more, pop me a note. Love to talk to you offline. Level one starts off with this concept of I lose. The emotions that pop up are worry and anxiety, fear, shame, guilt. So when we think that life is happening to us, we get stuck. We're in our head. We feel like the weight of the world's on our shoulders. We play events over and over again in our brain. Level two, also sort of catabolic energy, the type of energy that breaks things down. This concept is in order for me to win, you have to lose. Politics is a great example. The emotions that we feel are anger and frustration and irritation. At level three, it gets a little bit better. At level three, the concept is I want to win. My focus is still on me, not us. But if you win later, that's okay. So we get to acceptance, a little responsibility here at this level. We're trying to make lemonade out of our lemons. 
Level four, now we're getting into some good juice, some good energy. At level four, I want you to win. This is servant leadership. The emotions that pop up are compassion and care and love. When you're around people that show up this way, it just feels good. At level five, now we're really cooking. At level five, we believe, hey, we're all going to have a win or we don't play. There's collaboration. There's cooperation. There's a lot of opportunities. We ease up on our judgment that there's right, wrong, good, bad. We know we can make the most of any situation because we see many more opportunities. And now we really start to talk about us. There's a win in it for you and there's a win in it for me. At level six, the belief is there's only winning. We either hit the target or we learn. There's no failure. Classic question, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Framed another way, what would you do if you knew there was only going to be winning or learning? At level six, we feel flow. We feel connected with each other. There's less judgment, more love, more openness more possibilities. Teams at level six just get more stuff done and they make a bigger impact in the world. At seven, this is when we start talking about oneness. At seven, winning and losing or losing is just something we made up to make sense out of life. Because here's the thing, how can you win life? Who's keeping score? There's no way to win life. Life is something that you're just meant to live, to experience. So at seven, we let go of all fear, all judgment. We have unconditional love. We have oneness, which again, many cultures and spiritual traditions and religions teach, but we don't necessarily live it. So this week, as we celebrate Holy Week and Passover, it's good to sit back, perhaps as I often do, you've heard me talk about, pause, breathe, reflect on how much better life could be if we spent more time at levels five, six, and seven and less time at one and two? Because right now we know across the planet with the global pandemic and politics and economic factors and all that jazz and just being human, we spend a lot of time at one and two. We certainly spend a lot of time at one and two. I lose or I have to win and you have to lose when we get triggered. Classic fight, flight, freeze reaction. But we don't necessarily have to give those moments any more fuel than they deserve. We don't have to let a bad moment turn into a bad day or longer. That's what it means to be resilient, that we can bounce back when we do get triggered, when we feel the world is happening to us, not for us. At levels five, six, and seven, we believe the world and our moments are happening for us, not to us. It's a different type of energy. And when we're around people like that, our energy changes as well for the positive. So it might be good this week just to sit back and ponder. What would life be like in your community, in your corporations, if you and your team spent more time at levels five, six, and seven? Perhaps it's a way to get to more of a oneness mindset because we're going to hear a lot about it this week as we go through Passover and Holy Week. So I think this week could be a really great week to start behaving as if we're truly connected, behaving as if we are truly one. And speaking about being one, I'm doing a little something to make a connection across the U.S. that I wanted to share with you. 
I'm taking a little bike trip this summer across the USA. I'm going to start in Astoria, Oregon on the West Coast on May 28th. And we're going to finish up on the 20th anniversary of my last bad day accident, July 11th in Yorktown, Virginia. We'll be covering 10 states. It's just me, along with my wife driving the RV and our two dogs. There might be a third dog that might make the trip back from Oregon with us to be determined. I'll keep you informed. But 10 states, 4,300 miles if we don't get lost. And I have one mission. Well, maybe a couple, but one in particular. To help us pause, breathe, reflect together so we can be one together. So we can create a better tomorrow together. It's going to be a celebration of mindset and resilience and community and gratitude. A lot of good energy, a lot of good juice, a lot of levels five, six, and seven. And I'm, well, I'm, I'm a little nervous about it because I've never done 45 straight days of 100 miles each day, at least on average. And my body may not respond well. And I went through a lot during my near-death cycling accident. And they predicted that both of my knees would be replaced within five years. They told my wife, your husband's lucky to be alive. Had he been 10 years older and not in shape, he would have died before he got to the hospital because I lost so much blood. Because I lacerated the femoral artery of my left leg when the left femur shattered. And right now, I have both of my knees. So I have 4X their prediction. Pretty cool. But my left one, it's starting to get a little grumpy. So we're going to have to do a little bubble gum and duct tape to make it through this ride. That said, I'm going to need a little bit of luck with that leg. But I'm also going to need a whole bunch of your energy. And I'll be doing some remote podcasts, remote episodes of the Kintsugi podcast, because this whole trip is going to really tap into my resilient reserves. So I need your energy as well. So here's my ask. It's just energetically, hopefully we're connected on all the social platforms. You can check out my new website, same URL, michaelobrienshift.com. Sign our Pause, Breathe, Reflect pledge. Check out the two charities I'm writing for, the Clean Air Fund, as well as Johns Hopkins Center for American Indian Health. You can find out about their missions. They're doing amazing work to create a better tomorrow for all of us. But I hope you'll just join our amplification team to share the news with your friends, the members of your Peloton, and really create something special, something energetic this summer, something that we can all like rally behind. Because I know this, I'm only here today because of so many people. So many people have helped me along the way, and I know I'm only going to get through this ride with that same attitude that I'm only as strong as my Peloton, that I'm going to need all of you to root me on, and I will root you on in return. So that's a little bit of a share I wanted to share with you. In this episode, again, May 28th to July 11th, check it out. Go to michaelobrienshift.com and check out everything about the ride. And again, if we're not connected on other social platforms, let's connect so I can keep you up to date and you can ride with me virtually. And if you live in the area and want to ride with me for real, turn the pedals, if you will, by all means, I could use some company and maybe maybe a little bit of a snack So, because uh, it's going to take a lot of energy. So with that, thank you as always 
for tuning in to the Kintsugi Podcast, sharing it, subscribing, leaving a comment. And until next week in our next conversation about resilience, remember to pause, breathe, reflect on what we can do together to be one with each other. And of course, have fun storming the castle. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.